Boop. And here he goes. Hey, everyone. Christopher D. Casson here, your host for Through Autistic Eyes, where essentially an, an autistic adult rediscovering the world. And part of this month is basically the month of growth. So for people wondering how to get through the, this whole pandemic thing during and afterwards, how to grow in different ways, um, this is what this month is dedicated to them. And this month, when this day, however, we're going to talk about how to grow your relationships during and after all this. So here with me today is uh, two great people. They are, I believe, uh, life life coaches. They talk. They, uh, you know, help help couples with different kinds of retreats, and it's just amazing. And they also happen to be um, part of the next in impact a competition along with me which is how i met them and of course we both end up in the top five so i just wanted to thank you both for joining me this evening oh thanks thank for having you. us we're yeah. excited to yeah. to see you and talk and it's been a while since we've been on the show yeah been a while it was uh it was uh, episode 15 when there was all the top five together and it just went on for about three hours <laughs> We're a chatty bunch, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, especially when I have random guests popping in and out yeah. every now and then. Right? <laughs> yeah. Forget about that. We were in a hurricane. Were we? I don't remember. What Was it during that episode? Or? I think I so. I think that's the hurricane episode. Oh, oh right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boat Wi-Fi. Boat Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, we were in a hurricane. Yeah, but you're no longer in a boat anymore now, so... <laughs> I can't really use hashtag boat Wi-Fi anymore. No, right? <laughs> no, we should be good. <laughs> yeah, it should be good. So as we get started with relationships, uh, I'm just curious as the first question of the evening. Have you two been handling this pandemic lockdown as a as a not on, not only with just in general, but also as a couple? Is there anything new you discovered during this whole period? Um, well, we, I've learned to let her go first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. No. Uh, well, we work from home a lot already. So mm -hmm. we're spending a lot of time home together. Obviously, we lived on a sailboat, so we had very close quarters. We had gotten used to that. Mm -hmm. But that year, those, those couple years prior of living in close, quart close quarters and starting to work from home taught us a lot about being in a sense, in lockdown together. When you go sailing, you kind of don't have anywhere else to go. You're in lockdown mm. together, right? Yeah. So learning to coordinate with each other, what's, you know, and again, communication has to step up like 10 times more than usual when you're in these places where you can't go in other directions. So for example, in this pandemic, you know, you've mm. got to step up the communication to talk about what you're feeling, what's going mm -hmm. on, what you need yeah. to do, what he needs to do and coming to the table to really get on a common ground for what's going to work, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And play. And play. Right. And play. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, our, our love is not, is not 
quarantined. Mm-hmm. Our our communication is not quarantined. Um, our imaginations are not quarantined. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, the world that I come from in in the sense of the movie industry, the there's always a solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's any challenge that we have, there's always a solution. And with anything, uh, growth comes from going through that obstacle. And so we are growing as a couple every day um, and, and have been, right? We've been sort of practicing, like Nancy said, um, for this, right? And we, yeah. and we choose to. Mm-hmm. Um, but learning and, and really being open with each other mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of communication is, is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I believe this is how you got started. Let's kind of go with a quick recap cap of who you are and what you provide as life coaches and what got you started in the first place and what led, led you to where you are today, just for those who are watching this episode for the very first time, just yeah. to quickly go over that. Well, we are uh, adventure therapists, life strategists, and we use adventure therapy to kickstart people into living the life that they dream about living, that they're secretly dreaming mm-hmm. about living. Uh, And we do that on many different levels. You know, adventure is not always just big, adventurous, high adrenaline things. It can Mm -hmm. be as simple as like the challenge that you're in right now. We like to play, like Scott said. (laughs) So we bring play into people's lives to get them out of their head uh, Mm -hmm. and to start seeing their habits and patterns of how they show up in their life. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, So we... We got started on different paths, mm-hmm. um, Nancy and I, and from uh, from my background in being in the film industry and learning about human behavior and understanding how we work uh, as a character, if you will, in this movie, in this game of life. Mm. Um, and our character comes up with these things that we that we do and we say from experiences we've already had or things that we're thinking about, right? And when you think about how that works with the human and the human behavior, it's really easy to tell uh, where people maybe need a boost, Hmm. right? Where people maybe need a little encouragement. Um, And we do that within, in a series of ways of, of helping to change people's mindset into a growth mindset, into a, uh, an abundance mindset. And then we really tie it into the physiology, into the muscle memory of our, mm-hmm. of our robot, of our body suit, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, by using adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Nancy mm-hmm. said, the adventures can be as, as simple as the challenges that we have going now, mm-hmm. uh, all the way to zip lining through jungles uh, mm-hmm. and having monkeys jump across while you're, <laughs> zip lining <laughs> yes so as people are already figuring out um with during this whole lockdown that they can't exactly go on adventures and what and it provides a quite a number of challenges so what are some of the challenges that you have seen couples facing during this pandemic lockdown or even around around the world that it's like something new to them you know mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you got a lot of couples that 
there's so many different dynamics, right? You've got couples that have never been home this much together, spent this much time around each other for an extended period of time. Sorry. And they're used to using, and they don't realize really that they're used to using work and life and taking the kids somewhere. If they don't have kids, their life activities as a buffer in their relationship, you know, it serves at that time apart, which when you get brought together and you have no time apart, you only have you two, right? So you've got to, again, it's that communication. So if there's, if you're not used to communicating everything you're feeling when you feel it, like if you get frustrated, if you get pissed mm-hmm. off, if you get aggravated, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. it's got to be talked about in that in that moment. Um, so you've got couples that are having that problem. Then you've got couples that have been, you know, they, they work apart and now they're trying to have offices in the same home, you know, mm-hmm. they're using the same area. And it's like, okay, well, I, my work is really quiet and I have to be on the phone all day. You know, so they've got to communicate times and uh, boundaries with each other for how their life at home, how their work at home is going to work together. You know, so setting those times of communication is huge. You got to talk about it. What works for you? What works for you? Um, But those are a couple of. Yeah, we found time management has been an issue with couples Mm -hmm. uh, and and with people in general. Right. Um, And so what we're what we're suggesting is really set a schedule right we still set the the time that we're getting up we still get ready each and every day um to go to work mm-hmm. and we you know have our breakfast have our coffee uh and we go to work um and that work can be whatever it is right mm-hmm. it can be teaching your kids right now it can be play mm-hmm. it can be but but having a routine right sticking to at least some sort of routine right now um, is helpful for that time management where people think or feel that if they're working from home, they're just working, working, working. They're putting in more hours. Mm-hmm. They're doing more than they normally would do. Uh, we have to set schedules mm-hmm. and, yeah. and remind ourselves to play. Yeah. yeah. Control too. You know, I think a lot of people, yeah. what they're feeling is that this lack of control, that uncertainty. Yeah. So when you can give yourself a little bit of that structure in your life, it kind of gives you that feeling back that you have control over your life. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is they first things first with, for people that are facing each other so often and all this other stuff that the first thing they really need to get down is that sense of control through uh, working together with scheduling. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise it's going to be like, to catch a sack, basically, eventually. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, if you have a person who's used to, you know, they're a writer, say, they write mm. blogs or they write for a, a company, and they're home and they're used to being quiet all day, and the, or they're used to being at their computer all day quiet, and then you've got someone who's, a, you know, a lawyer who's on the phone all day, or that they yeah. have calls, and they're but they're in the same, under the same roof now, that's very contradictive and they're yeah. like, shut up. I'm trying to type and he's going to, you know, it's, it just, it causes that. Go that, to the corner. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Go to <laughs> so, your corner. Sometimes like, okay, you work from eight to whatever I'll work from, or, you know, if your house is large enough, mm-hmm. different rooms, but some people yeah. don't have that luxury. You've got yeah, to- like some that end up working in the kitchen on the, like working in the dining room on the laptop while people are, or going in and out, whether it be like the spouse or the kids just going into the kitchen to get what they want and coming out and all this noise. And yeah. it, it, I can just, 
I can only ima imagine, well, not imagine because it's kind of like that around where I am with people moving about and it's like, can I have some Zen time or something or just, but yeah, yeah. I can, I can only imagine what it'd be like for a couple, a couple that, uh, this is basically the first time they actually have to deal with something like that of being around each other more often than recognizing, you know, like little traits that they might not like as much about them that get gets under their skin so to speak so how would um i had something going here hold on beep beep um well where i was going with this is how to really um because uh you know some just stay silent on the matter and then it just eventually boils over into this big fight so obviously for something that's something like that ha the habits they need to talk to each other right yeah and you know the communication that we use not only with each other mm -hmm. uh, but to ourselves in those situations mm -hmm. right um and and just as an example it could be uh that the one spouse just doesn't want to hear the other spouse right now right they're, they're mm -hmm. not used to having all of this together and they just right and out of frustration, we may say something like, hey, I don't want to hear your voice anymore. Mm. Right? That's one way that we can say that. Or we can choose to say, I maybe needed some time alone. Mm. Right? I maybe need a few moments to myself. Right? So the language that we use can, can help or it can hurt. Mm -hmm. Right. And the language we use to ourselves can do the same thing. So if we if we get frustrated uh, with something that our spouse does or our partner uh, and we to ourselves in the cage of the mind decide to say, well, it's really not that big of a deal. It's just because we're in quarantine. It's this. It's that. It's excuse, excuse, mm -hmm. excuse. Instead of yeah. just saying, hey, I really wish that when the sink is empty and you put a dish in there that you just put it in the dishwasher. Yeah, it's basically uh, just trying to avoid the confrontation because of, you know, fear. Yeah, Possibly. right. And, yeah. and yeah. to have a communication about it instead of, mm. you know, trying to hide. Yeah, and you know, you can mm. also look at it as, a you know, the meaning we give this right now. Is it a time that you know, you can recharge your relationship, you know, like you mm -hmm. said, where these things that they're not used to noticing in their partner, because they, they're not around them, say this, this much, or that, yeah. that they thought weren't never annoyed them or annoying them. Well, maybe let's do some things within the relationship. If you're noticing those things to flip it, to mm -hmm. recharge it, to look at it differently, you know, mm -hmm. and look at what you can do. Like if you're, okay, you're driving me nuts. I don't want to hear your voice right now. What can you do? Can you go for a walk? Can you, you know, what can you do for yourself to take yeah. yourself out of that situation? You know, there's always ways that we can go about things, think about things before we communicate. Yeah. And part of my reasoning for this is, you know, I do check out the Facebook groups for people with autism and for some, they are in a relationship, but then, uh, it could be a, a lot for them since, you know, autism, we need our space sometimes and the recharge, but 
with uh, with the other spouse maybe not as understanding about it, it could end up uh, blowing up when all they want to do is be able to decompress, you know, just to have that space and and it isn't anything offensive or personally, it's just what it is. So if that kind of situation blew up, I'm guessing they they just need to be able to simply communicate and just to talk it out instead of thinking it's you know you know, just not taking it so personally sometimes. And I think that's the kind of thing that it's basically like even uh regular couples deal with only this one's a bit more of a bigger scale because in my opinion because um you know you know i know yeah i know what 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 that other person is feeling with the autism since i have it myself you know yeah yeah and it and it it is right and we all need time apart Mm -hmm. um and it's it's really about communicating that um, within, within our boundaries that we set for others, mm. right? We teach people how to treat us. And in the very beginning of any relationship, whether it's, it's a partner in this sense, a business partner, a mm. friend, a family member, um, there are, there are boundaries that we set. And if we can keep if, when we keep those in place, Right. Uh, and we tend not to have these big blow ups because things are already understood that we communicate. Mm -hmm. If we feel something, we communicate it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we tend not to have those explosions um, because the emotion doesn't doesn't overrun the barrel. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not overflowing that emotion that we hold on to and we hold on to and then boom. We pop. Um, if we communicate from the very beginning, we don't have that that level of emotion come out. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have the sense of feeling trapped either, which I think a lot of people feel like they're trapped right now. They can't yeah. do anything. Yeah, especially in some states where it's basically locked down where they can't even go outside the home and even be in their yard. Yeah, you know, and... And again, it's okay, well, then what can you, if you need that time apart, rather than just feeling like, oh, my God, I'm trapped, there's nothing I can do, there's always something we can do. But you've got to communicate it with the other person to get them on board to help you, because they don't know what's going on in your mind. No one knows what's going on in your mind, no matter how much you wish they did. You know, I think we, we get into relationships, we do that in relationships where we kind of hopeful. If I act like this, if I slam this down, if I do this, if I slam the cupboard, they should know I'm upset and they should ask me about whatever. But that's not always the case because you don't know what their triggers are. That might make them just completely close up like, oh crap, I'm not going to talk to them. And it just builds walls even bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, again, when you just break the wall and just communicate of what's going on with you, what, you know, what you're feeling, it just opens things up to be able to, and it goes in your favor, it goes in everyone's favor. You know, you're able to help the whole room by doing that. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine that being easy for some, but for some such as, you know, on the autistic spectrum, it could be a little bit more difficult with the communication part, not necessarily because of not wanting to communicate at all, but just the, you know, sometimes the words don't always come out right and whatnot. So it's just, um, 
Yeah, and it's not just people on autistic scales. You'd be amazed at the amount. I was one who could not communicate what I I just, Mm -hmm. I was the one I just described. I slammed stuff, hope that someone just noticed that, Jesus Christ, I need to talk, you know, and no one did. But when I learned to communicate what I was feeling, uh, and again, yeah, it takes time, but you, like, you do a fantastic job of letting people know, hey, it might take me a minute to gather my thoughts. You communicate to people you know, this is my style. This is how I operate. So just give me a minute or, you know, you're very open with that. And it allows people to, mm-hmm. okay, wait. And you should expect nothing less in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's again, how we teach people how to treat us. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. And by the way, hey there, Patty. Patty. Hey, Patty. Aww, what's up? She's holding her little grandbaby. Aww. Aww. And yes, Nancy. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and uh, where, where was I? Um, but and you know, an interesting thing I found is, um, you know, for a lot of people, this is a really new thing of being like isolated like this with the stay-at-home orders. But for a lot of autistics, the stay-at-home order kind of feels more like something they already deal with every day, and. I guess maybe a part of me wonders if this experience has given people maybe a little bit of a window into our world. And do you you think this could be the case or maybe even experience what people not as fortunate have to deal with, with bringing better realizations such as shut-ins and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah, That's a great perspective. I think, I think there's so many lessons uh, that come out of this for so many different people. Um, and, and that's really the beauty is that for everyone, there will be a different journey. There'll be a different lesson. Uh, and I think that, you know, I really feel that the lesson that each of us get is the one that we needed. Um, if we're, if we're lucky enough to have the awareness to see that there's a gift within this, that there's a lesson for us to learn uh, within ourselves, within this moment, mm-hmm. right? It's not about the moment. It's about within ourselves in this moment. Uh, and, and maybe it's about how we treat people. Maybe it's about how we treat ourselves. Um, maybe it's it's looking into the self to see, like, where where the bad habits are, right, with, with people yeah. uh, that mm-hmm. it brings up in this moment, right? Yeah. Why? Why do we have to distract so much with work and with um, with with bars and with all these other distractions that keep us uh, busy in the cage of the mind? And the minute we're asked to sit and and be silent and just sit, uh, it's so difficult for people. So why? Why are you distracting? What are we running from? Uh, Why are you binge watching Netflix now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what some people are doing. They're just trying to find any kind of distraction away from actually facing what what their thoughts are on other people, or even just people within their own home, and they're just, or even just facing themselves when they. A lot of times, when people think of something bad about a person, it's usually also something about a trait that they recognize within themselves, but don't want to face it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. good. Um, and, uh, no, I was going to say, and we're taught that, you know, it's worth, everyone's taught to distract. It's a coping mechanism we're given. 
you know, and it's getting, unfortunately for a lot of people, it's getting worse because of the screens. You got kids that are, no, don't, don't worry about sitting quiet at dinner here. Look at a screen, look at a movie. Don't, you know, don't just be in imagination staring out the window on the road trip and cry when you need to stare at a screen. And I get that it helps on, yeah, a movie here and there on a road trip. Awesome. But the entire time there, you're not teaching a young mind to learn how to cope. And, mm-hmm. for, you know, we've done that for generations and generations. So we've been taught not to cope with our thoughts. It, just do this. It distracts you from it. Do this, you know, well, kind of subconsciously. And, and even bigger than that, right, we've been trained to take the easy way out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Society has trained us into take the easy way out, right? That's my belief. And mm-hmm. it's, it is no harder to give your, your – if we're talking about kids and road trips, give your kid a book – than it is to give them an electronic device. Okay. Uh, I've, I've seen it and I've done it. Right. Um, so it's again, what are we willing to put in? Hmm. What are we willing to put in to have whatever it is we want? Right? And if we want to stay in this robot world, uh, then we can, um, or we can break free of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a little, <laughs> a little yeah. wild. Yeah, but it's all connected. And kind of as Patty mentioned here in the comment, uh, we are being programmed by the programming. Yeah, we truly are. Yeah, we yeah. truly are. You know, and, and it's, yeah. No, go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead. I was going to s- segment into another question, but go go ahead. I'm I'm interested in hearing what you were about to say. Um, no, I was going to say about Patty, it is like the, and what Scott was saying of, you know, the programming and it's, it also comes down to, again, it's on us. Like what's, it's easier as a, you know, well, and it's not easier as a parent, you don't want to hear your kid cry. So that's the thing that they're like, oh, you know, you're trying to feed them that, but what can you do to step out to teach them more for later on in their life? You know, it's going to teach them so much. Hmm. that moment for later on coping in everyday situations and in what they have to go through in life and all those different things hmm. so much in that little learning moment. Um, but again, you got to step out of yourself in, hmm. in that moment. Yeah. And speaking of uh, phones uh, and all that, some say that such as you connecting too much to the phones and computers and divided us from having that personal talk face to face and being able to, connect but but with this pandemic happening it seems like it's been a very important tool to still be able to communicate with family and friends with uh not being able to face each other because of the whole stay-at-home order so what are your thoughts on how this is going to continue moving forward and how much an effect this is going to have is it going to have people connect via electronics even more is it going to be maybe the same old streak or what are your thoughts on this so I think that I think that right now I think it's a great tool, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that it's going to keep people uh, in far distances connected, in the sense of family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, like any good tool, that when this pandemic is over, people are going to put them down and want that interpersonal connection. Mm-hmm. As human beings, we thrive for it. Um, so this is great. And again, it's a great tool, uh, but it's like taking a wrench or a hammer out of your toolbox 
and using it while you need it and then putting it away. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a study done with, uh, with monkeys. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, there's been many studies done, but this one was in particular to what we're talking about. They would separate a monkey and leave it by itself. Um, and the one that was by the, themselves would die off um, simply because they wouldn't even eat because they weren't getting the touch and being held and having that community. Mm-hmm. Uh, humans are so much like that mm-hmm. in the sense of we, we desire and need that. So I think it's going to go – I think people are going to take uh, big action – to have interpersonal connection with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I think. Yeah, I think, um, I do. I think it's one of the gifts that are going to come out of this for people because we were mm-hmm. in such a state of battling that balance of technology. People mm-hmm. were you know, consumed with it, but knew like, well, I shouldn't be so consumed in it or it's take, you know, I, I don't go out as much. I don't call people as much. I don't, don't, don't. And this is forcing us to be in it so much and not be able to be around people that I think it's going to be kind of a light bulb effect for them. Like Scott said, when it's over to be aware that, Oh my God, how much did I miss people? You know, and that's going to flood back into their life. I think even more than it was before, which, you know, you know, us, we were, we're always promoting interpersonal connection because the technology has over the years has been growing so dominant. It's been affecting relationships. It's been, you know, affecting people's lives. It's been help holding them back from being able to communicate and being able to talk to people normally and social standards, all that stuff. So I think this is going to be kind of a gift for people because they're being forced to be in it so much that it's going to mm-hmm. show them like, you know what, I'm sick of it. I want to be around people and just kind of realize how much they had that in their lives before that they didn't take advantage of it. Yeah. And, uh, as Patty, Patty made another comment, sometimes we need to feel the impact of life in order to work through what makes us uncomfortable. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Great point. Yeah, definitely a great point. So let's see. Patty yeah. Lord. <laughs> so, uh, you know, for some, and for some people, it's making them become, as I said, more isolated and difficult to be in contact with others when they're usually social butterflies, you know, so they may feel it's becoming too much to be away from family and friends like this. And they want that connection, but can they can bring about that sense of loneliness and, you know, anxiety, depression, all kinds of stuff being isolated like this. So what are some of the things they could do in the meantime to deal with, deal with this? Cause I know you guys have been doing a couple's challenge and, uh, uh, self-improvement challenge, which I'm a part of. So why don't you tell us more about this and, you know, even other ways that people can really deal with this kind of situ- situation as a, as a couple or being able to do stuff with friends. Cause I've certainly um, seen a lot of interesting uh, stuff that people have done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that a, if you're feeling lonely, sad or depressed, uh, that you you really need to reach out, mm-hmm. right? There's lots of places to reach out. Um, we're one of them, right? We're a resource for people to reach out to. Um, the other thing that's really important um, is to really be aware of where you're you're jumping into the future or you're living in the past, right? Mm-hmm. 
When is this going to be over? How are we going to do things when it's over? What are we going to do, right? Um, and, and it's never going to be over, right? Or or staying in the um, in the the negative uh, tumbler, if you will, of, of the news, right? We we tend to find a lot of people right now uh, having CNN, Fox News, somebody on the background, right? While yeah. they're while they're being anxious and depressed. Yeah, just turn the TV off at that point. Off, right? Yeah. And and really practice the presence of now. Mm. Right? When we get when we get sad, when we get anxious, when we get depressed, um, you know, anxiousness comes from our idea of the future and what it should hold. Mm. Right? Our depression, our sadness generally comes from past experiences that we haven't uh, looked into or mm. uncovered or dealt with or gone through, right? Challenges that we tried to go around under or over instead of through, um, then haunt us with sadness, right? And what we attach to the stories that we make up about those things, then we suffer, hmm. right? So we can get out of ourselves by joining communities, by joining groups, um, by joining things like our challenges, hmm. which do well. They get you to play, you know, like we said, it's um, this pandemic has, you know, like we were talking about, it has brought up so many things for so many people to the surface of their own awareness about themselves. Like, oh, my God, I didn't realize, you know, this or I didn't realize I felt like this or I didn't even know I had any, like anxiety. I had no idea I ever felt anxious. There was one of the it was one of the hosts on the Today Show said he's never had about anxiety ever and had the worst anxiety attacks for like the first two weeks of this whole pandemic. Mm. That's a lot of people because again, we're distracting all the time, you know, and now we're in this place of uncertainty and we've never learned how to deal with uncertainty in our life in a healthy way of what if I have to sit in it mm -hmm. different, you know? So our challenges are getting people to think outside the box and to look inside, think outside the box of ways to look inside yourself. Ways to understand yourself and why you behave the way you behave, why you tick the way you tick in your relationships, which is the couples. And then also for just individual yourself, which is that we're doing a self-care because our whole thing is self-care is the number one most important thing in the world. We cannot mm -hmm. be for others if we're not 100% ourselves. Yeah. You know? And everyone's going escapism routes right now of, you know, drinking too much, sleeping, and it's fine if you want to catch up on sleep because all you've done for the last 15 years is wake up at 5 a.m. Sure, sleep in, get on that sleep. But if you're, you can't get out of bed because you're depressed and you're upset and you're, you don't know what to do with this, what's going on, that's different. You know, yeah. if you're drinking yourself to sleep, that's different. You know, so self-care in a positive way of not – not going the escapism route, you know, and same thing in relationships. So we're bringing it into the couples. What can you do in your relationship to bring it to its next level, to get to know your partner a little better, yeah. dive deeper into that, you know, yeah. and that's really what the challenges yeah. are about. And they're play, they're fun. They're getting people to, you know, step outside their comfort zone and be goofy. You know, we, we used to do it as a kid and we didn't even think about it. And now it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's certainly better than just Netflixing, watching Tiger King, and then just bash, you know, just, uh, you know, hating on Carol Baskins together. 
right? Yeah. Oh, my teacher told me the best one-liner now that's out there. If you're asking for a basket, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I've, I've seen so many good memes from that. Just to go on a side note there, such as the one of Baskin Robbins with the side sign saying, when I associated with Carol Baskins in any way. Yeah, that was right? my, that's one of my favorites, Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. memes are amazing during this whole quarantine. I don't know who comes up with them, but I love them. <laughs> yeah, but, and another one where it's like at some sort of baseball game or something, and a couple are talking saying, hey, if we team up with our stimulus checks, we could buy a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, that's a good one. I hadn't seen that one. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but that's just another thing. People are getting, some are doing what you're doing, and then there's some that are still trying to distract themselves and not wanting to face it by just binge watching Netflix. And then by the end of this, they're still in the same ruts, you know? And it's just, what's, what's it going to take to, you know, just to be able to face just, you know, face those nightmares face the that inner self that scares you you know mm-hmm. and yeah. Patty says um self cares about cleaning out the clutter that is a good time to throw out the trash yeah, exactly. yeah. it's a great time to declutter mm-hmm. to declutter ourselves mm-hmm. um and it's it's mm-hmm. you know to go back to what you just said it's really up to those people mm-hmm. right it's it's you have to See where you're going to be wrong. See that you want the change, right? That you want something different out of life. Mm-hmm. If you keep getting the same results and the same results and the same results, you got to do something different, right? Einstein mm-hmm. said, uh, you know, doing the same thing uh, over and over again, expecting different results is the uh, definition of insanity. Yeah. Right? Yet we do it all the time in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get into these habits and patterns and we just think, oh, this always happens to me. Oh, it always ends up like this. Mm-hmm. That's you're not taking different steps to get a different outcome, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want something different, if you want a, a, a life that you don't feel like, oh, all I do is sit on the couch or you want something different in your life, you have to change your path. Uh, and you can't have a new path by going, I want a new path. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Magic happenly without any effort I'm from me. So, and it's yeah. just, what do we call it? Self entitlement? <laughs> <laughs> effortless. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just call it effortless. And as Patty again has said, it's hard to throw away those old comfortable slippers for some. Hey, cat. Hey, cat. Hey, cat, Dawn. Aww. Love what you're doing, especially speaking of that. With with this, it also bring this pandemic and the shutdown has also brought up a lot of domestic violence. Do do this stuff like for some, it's they're already in the uh, abusive relationship, and now they're stuck all the, home all the time. So now they have to try to somehow communicate without, uh, well, getting without getting into more um well let's just call it serious trouble and also sometimes as you said for some reason liquor stores are called essential so now people are bringing home a lot more liquor and then it brings up all these other issues so it's like and yeah 
And like Kat just said, 75% increase nationwide due to this. So it's like, well, what, what do you do if you are in that type of situation? Where do you go to? Yeah. Well, I'm sure Kat has a million references of uh, numbers to call and different mm -hmm. things. So there's places to reach out, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, again, it's the, the biggest challenge, the only challenge we have with ourselves is us. Yeah what situation we're in and i it's when you're in those tough situations there's there's stuff that goes on that none of us that have ever been in it that can even think to relate to hmm. but there comes a point where these people reach out and whether it's that numbers are finally in their face and they know where to go to reach out they know what to do finally or they've got the courage or whichever again like scott said it's looking at the lesson in this. Maybe it's awful to say, but maybe being around them that much more is going to finally shed light on them that I got to get out. Who knows? Yeah. You know, everybody's journey is different. And it's, mm. you can't speak for someone else because no matter what, it comes down to them for wanting change. Well, and that's, and that's it, right? It's, yeah. it's it, it has increased people's temperature and tempers are increased in this, in this time, people are drinking more, um, and and yes, it, it has gone up in every city. The the hotlines are ringing off the, the hook. Mm. Uh, what I would tell somebody is if if they're in that situation to get out, mm -hmm. right? Reach out, get out, mm -hmm. um, and and it does come down to there'll be a moment, there'll be a moment that you can make that choice, right? It may be difficult, it may be in two days, it may be in 10 hours, it may be in three days. Mm -hmm. um, there'll be a moment. And if you really truly want out, take the moment, mm -hmm. right? We have to take the moment. Um, we have to make the choice in the moment to get out. Mm -hmm. And if it means, you know, whatever it means for you, it's, it's that, again, it's if you want a different outcome, if you want something different in your life, uh, no matter what it is, you have to take an action toward it. You have to take an action toward it. Uh, it you know, if you're going to build a path and you want that path out, you got to lay one stone. Yeah. Right? Lay one stone. See what happens. Um, but reach out, reach out, reach out. Speak up. Uh, and say. Speak, speak up. You know, even people that know people that are in situations, speak up about it. A lot of people stay silent when they know something weird's going on because I don't know if I should get involved. I don't know if I should have mm -hmm. a conversation, ask somebody, talk to them. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking up literally saves lives in every element. Yeah, and as Kat also just said, must be willing to evolve, grow in things, not look what you think you need it to look like. And, of course, there are also not only hotlines, but also nonprofits such as cat with a new dawn that helps uh women now going through domestic violence so. yeah. or yeah. if you are staying silent now is your time to hoard and make smart moves yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah. and and there's plans that can be put together there's people that can help mm -hmm. um yeah you know and and uh you know cat has a, a fundraiser going right now mm -hmm. uh, if anybody can help out we uh we did what we could today and i hope we kick something off for her um, but help her out, right? She's, she's mm -hmm. helping, uh, she's helping a lot of people. 
Yeah, definitely. And as Patty just mentioned here, this pandemic is unearthing all, all things at once and it can be intense. And also, as Kat mentions, get smarter than the, smarter than your abuser. Make tactical moves. Now's the time. Yeah. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. Make tactical moves. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it sound like you're in the army. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, but it's it's that same thing, right? It's about making that choice. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people feel that they don't have a choice, mm -hmm. right? We hear it all the time. I don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. We have a choice in every single thing we do. Yeah. Everything. Be aware of your choice moments. Mm -hmm. Make choices that are profound for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Make choices that are profound for you, mm -hmm. for your life, for your happiness, for your love. Yeah. Yeah. Because you matter. You know, that's yeah. another big thing for these people is they have been told so many times that they're a piece of crap. They don't matter. This and that. Knowing that you do. It doesn't matter. All of that is false. And your self-worth is worth a, a million. So get out there and, and make the choice to make you number one. Yeah. But as she mentioned, no one is coming to save you. You have to save yourself. Exactly. And, and she loves both of you guys. And also Garrett, who was in the previous episode is at saying, Hey, this is great advice. You know? And, yeah. And on top of that, there's also been a bit of a fighting go along, and I'm guessing you already know what's leading into this because this whole pandemic has also caused, you know, families, friends, and sometimes even couples to have their own opinions on on this whole lockdown, and some taking it seriously to an extreme, such as, oh, we got to put on masks, we got to stay at home, bunkle down, like kind of like those videos with the whole during the 1950s with the whole nuclear bomb duck and cover kind of thing <laughs> and having their own bomb shelter going to that extreme and then there's others that for some think they're not really taking it as seriously enough and just going out being very careless and that could cause so much friction especially when it's um like a wife and a husband that have these their own separate views to the extremes and uh, such as one side saying the fear of it's basically comes down to one side having the fear fear of government extremely overreaching and the other towards the fear of the disease about to eradicate us all kind of thing. So how would how would they fix something like that, especially since they don't really have a choice, especially in some states where you can't even leave your homes on how to deal with this kind of um clash of views yeah so uh we can we can have different opinions mm -hmm. right um and we can have different opinions mm -hmm. right and again it comes down to the emotion that we put behind that mm -hmm. uh, so for for people that are that are really invested in the idea of whatever story that they're telling themselves and their belief Right. We all have beliefs mm -hmm. and, and our beliefs have all been drummed into us uh, from a very young age. Yeah. And it's 
generally not something that we talk about within our relationships, right? It's one thing that we uncover for people within our coaching business, within our coaching model. Um, but we can be kind to each other and still have differences of opinion. Mm -hmm. The, the challenge comes in when, uh, we've been married for 35 years and we're just now starting to communicate because we're trapped in a house together and we have no idea how to communicate to each other. Mm. Right. And so again, it's, it's having the awareness uh, something, seeing something, something that makes that awareness click in for people to, um, to allow them the opportunity to then grow within their communication, right? To grow mm-hmm. their relationship and how they treat each other and, and how you can have a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and to know why the other person has their opinion. You know, that's, that's the other thing. No one ever ask to wonder why you think the way you think. It's just, oh, well, you think opposite of I do? Well, let me tell you why you should think why I think. You don't yeah, we get every- that a lot. Yeah, and everyone's opinion comes from somewhere. Like mm-hmm. Scott said, it comes from something that they hold on to, something that means something to them. Mm-hmm. So salespeople are the best people to tell you in order to persuade somebody, you got to know why they think why what they think. Mm-hmm. So to just see someone's other point of view and to know that it doesn't have to be your point of view, but maybe get to know your partner a little better and understand why they think the way they think and why is that so important to you? And, and then, well, this is why it's so important to me and maybe uncover some new things about yourselves that you've never talked about before. Cause if you had, it wouldn't be such a disruption in the relationship to have the opposite opinions to begin with. Gee, it sounds like this episode should be called, communicate <laughs> yeah that's how i was gonna sum it up at the end here it's it always comes down to communicating and you well, think that we are good at communicating but then with the shutdown it turns out well maybe one as good as communicating as you thought yeah right and and learning being open to the opportunity to learn um new ways to communicate mm-hmm. right or new exercises uh, to do. And, and if there's people out there that are having challenges, uh, within their relationships, you know, we give, we have free tools. We have free, uh, programs that work for people, um, that can just start it, at least get started on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I lost what I was going to say. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Such as the challenges. And even I've heard of, you know, during Easter, where people decide, uh, since the families are separated during Easter, they decide to do a Zoom Zoom live stream of everyone having dinner to, together with each other only in front of a screen, you know? So people are getting a little bit creative. So I'm wondering, um, what other types of cha- challenges can people give themselves? Because I know you have your own challenges, and I don't, and I know you probably don't want to reveal all of them since you would like people to join in on the fun, but what are some of the things that they can do doing this? Cause I know for the, the, the s- single one, um, I'm part of one of them is actually doing yoga. And I remember that one video just recently posted of you two doing yoga together. So I, I still need to really watch that, but I saw the s- screen cap. I got, I, I was like, I gotta see this after this show, but <laughs> what, what, 
<laughs> what are some other activities that quite, they could do? Uh, fun. Yeah, it was quite fun. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we don't want to reveal too much because we have people going through it right now. But mm -hmm. but some of the things that have already, some of the challenges, challenges that have already been dropped are, the, you know, yoga, engaging in that. Because that is helpful on so many levels, right? Self-care bingo. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to get to that. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have self-care bingo going on. Um, but the yoga is really good because anyone can do it. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your disability your what you're capable of they have yoga for every level you can do chair yoga i mean everything and it just stretches you out i mean everyone is on computers right now all day at least for half the day and it puts us in a position that really can cramp up your neck and everything so if you can yeah. stretch that out it'll make you feel better for the rest of your day and the week um but yeah, we self yeah. um but going outside just getting outside Getting yourself present rather than being outside walking to go think some more. Don't do that. Go outside and pay attention. Look at the trees. Look at the birds flying around. You know, take everything in. Get out of your head. Oh, as Patty mentioned, uh, writing a letter, putting it in the mail, and give you a message, a personal touch. Oh, that's great. I just mm. got one from my niece, actually. It was the cutest thing. I haven't gotten a letter in the mail in forever. And also, I have a letter from my niece, and she was doing that. She was like, I'm writing to all my loved ones because I'm bored and just looking for something different to do. You know, but it was such a nice little gift to get. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I've definitely seen that. Also, the same with people in the old folks' home as well, since they're definitely in lockdown right now. So that's another thing people can do, whether as a couple, whether with teaming up with friends online, the what something else just how you could take this as not only to know each other a bit more but also how you could work together to accomplish great things you know and just be able to grow from that yeah yeah and 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 help others right what mm. can you do um you know it, and it doesn't have to be go outside your house mm. right we have a a zoom happy hour that we do yeah. uh, that people come in and just hang out, right? And we just talk. Um, there's so many resources out there uh, that we can get to not feel alone, to not feel by ourselves, uh, even though physically we are right now. Um, we can still connect in uh, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So since we've talked so much about these challenges and the whole happy hour Zoom call, for those that are interested, how can they really hop onto this, you know? to join in and see uh, all the things they could gain from it. Yeah. Uh, they can go to our um, Facebook page, Scott and Nancy Kiesling. Mm -hmm. uh, they can go to our personal pages, which I think are probably linked to this. Uh, and we've been posting about these challenges. They're in there. Or they can message us at Scott and Nancy Kiesling. Uh, mm -hmm. But the links are in and around. We've been posting about them for the last couple weeks. Uh, but if you just want to get the link directly, just message us at our Facebook page and we'll send it to you if mm. you want to take part. Okay. And of course, if they want to learn more about your adventures as soon as this whole pandemic thing is open, uh, how can they contact you and just learn more about you and what you offer? Uh, they can visit our website at scottandnancykiesling.com. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of curious. Um, since uh, 
you know, you usually do these trips, but of course they've been delayed. So what's the next upcoming one that people should really, couples should really pay attention to? Uh, well, November would be our next, our, our next one coming up. Uh, yep. Yeah. And that, that's posted on our website. Uh, but it's to Costa Rica. It's got a lot of adventure, a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, just anybody that wants to contact us, we're, we are waiting on some, some openings, but we do have some trips planned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We just can't we're, afford. We're, yeah. We, <laughs> we're on we're, hold. We're on hold mm-hmm. for everything, but, uh, but there are some great plans in the works. Not only out of the country, but we were uh, we're going to do more here mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, some yeah. mini retreats, if you will. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and those are going to be anywhere from two to five days, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to be uh, just as adventurous as all the fun things <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so I remember well, seeing before, like visiting the waterfalls and all the other great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we love we love jungles. So the more jungle we can visit, the better. Uh, we love playing in the jungles, so that's why we love to zip line and go waterfall telling and all that fun stuff. Um, but white water rafting here in the states is great. Um, there's wonderful zip lining here too in the state. Rock climbing, um, you know, you name it, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, and we're getting actually to the top of the hour, so I just wanted to thank you too for join joining. And just being able to, you know, help us get through, through this, whether it be, you know, relationship problems with your spouse or maybe with a friendship that's being rather strained at the moment for various reasons. And, you know, just wanted to thank thank you guys for hopping on. I, I guess you could say a bit of a short notice. But. <laughs> no, thanks for having us, Chris. We mm. really appreciate it. And, uh, again, we're honored to be to be uh, even asked to be on your show yeah. and we love, love talking with you all the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, appreciate that. It's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course with two artistic eyes, um, we do have, well, I do have the website at christophercaston.com slash podcast to learn more about it, more about me and what I do. And also of course we have Facebook and an Instagram page as well as a patreon so if to be able to give your support to help keep this show going and just to be able to for me to be able to learn more about the world and just have great guests such as scott and nancy keesling that keep coming on mm-hmm. and of course um, be able to share this with anyone you know that like i said maybe going through some couple troubles from being closed in and be able to help them be able to um you know get through it with such great advice that we've gotten here and again i just wanted to thank you all once once again this is christopher d casson host of through autistic eyes and i certainly hope you continue watching as we get through the month of growth and just learn all the different ways that we can grow you know so thanks and take care <laughs>